If you have your Bibles, would you open up to the book of Luke chapter 15? Luke chapter 15. We're going to begin at verse 8. Read to verse 10. Luke 15, verse 8. Or what woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. One coin, just one lost coin. The J.B. Phillips New Testament reads, Or if there is a woman who has ten silver coins, if she should lose one, won't she take a lamp and sweep and search the house from top to bottom until she finds it? And when she has found it, she calls her friends and her neighbors together. Come and celebrate with me, she says, for I have found that coin I lost. I tell you, it is the same in heaven. There is rejoicing among the angels of God over one sinner whose heart is changed. Nine out of ten in hand, one lost. What made this coin so valuable that this woman would take a lamp and search and sweep the house from top to bottom until she found it? What made this coin of such great worth that this woman, upon finding the coin, would call her friends together, call the neighbors, and celebrate, and call them to rejoice with her. What cause for celebration? Just one lost coin. One out of ten. In Luke 15, Jesus addresses complaints of the Pharisees and scribes. And we back up to verse 1 where he shares another parable before the parable of the lost coin. Luke 15, verse 1, beginning there. Then all the tax collectors and sinners drew near to him, drew near to hear him. And the Pharisees and scribes complained, saying, This man receives sinners and eats with them. So he spoke this parable to them, saying, What man of you, having a hundred sheep, if he loses one of them, does not leave the ninety-nine in the wilderness and go after the one which is lost until he finds it. And when he has found it, he lays it on his shoulders, rejoicing. And when he comes home, he calls together his friends and neighbors, saying to them, Rejoice with me, for I have found my sheep which I lost. I say to you that likewise there will be more joy in heaven over one sinner who repents than over 99 just persons who need no repentance. One lost sheep, one lost coin. Why so valuable and what cause for celebration? That upon finding this one coin, upon finding this one sheep, one out of a hundred, 
there would be such celebration. Have you ever had something that was dear to you that you lost? And you may have had others like it, but it was still so unique, so its own. 99 sheep and desperate to find the one that is lost. 99 sheep and committed to finding the one that is lost. 99 sheep and relentless in finding the one that is lost. Nine coins and desperate, committed, relentless in finding the one that is lost. That one sheep must be worth a lot. That one coin must have great value. Jesus here is opening his heart in these parables. He's really wearing his heart on his sleeve. He is the desperate one. He is the one that is searching. He is the committed one. He is the relentless one that goes after the ones. That goes after the one out of ten. That goes after the one out of a hundred. He's committed to finding the lost and to bringing them back. He may have 99 sheep like it, but the one is still so unique so its own. He may have nine other coins, just like the one that was lost, but that one is still so unique, so its own. Five points tonight. Number one, we mean that much to him. Psalm 8, verses 4 to 8, what is man that you are mindful of him and the son of man that you visit him? For you have made him a little lower than the angels, then you have crowned him with glory and honor. You have made him to have dominion over the works of your hands. You have put all things under his feet, all sheep and oxen, even the beasts of the field, the birds of the air, and the fish of the sea that pass through the paths of the seas. In verses 4 to 6 in the voice, it reads, I can't help but wonder why you care about mortals. Have you ever asked that question? Sons and daughters of men, specks of dust floating about the cosmos. But you placed the Son of Man just beneath God and honored him like royalty, crowning him with glory and honor. You ordained him to govern the works of your hands. I want us to understand tonight just how much we mean to Jesus. Our worth in our eyes should increase. When we understand that he is the desperate one, that he is the committed one, that he is the relentless one, that he will go after, he will sweep, he will search from top to bottom until he finds the one. He'll head out in pursuit of the one lost sheep. That's how much we mean to him. If that's not enough to cause us to rejoice and to serve Him and to love Him and to honor Him. 
What more are we looking for? What more are we waiting for? What are we waiting for him to do for us, to finally get us to love him like he should be loved, to serve him like he should be served, to honor him and respect him and follow him and listen to him? as he deserves. That's how much we mean to him. That's how much we mean to him. He journeys to find us. He carries us on his shoulder. He is the lamp that went out into the world to find us and bring us back, bring us home. And when he found us, he brought us back and he calls his friends and throws a party. Luke 15, verse 7 in the message reads, Celebrate with me. Count on it. There's more joy in heaven over one sinner's rescued life than over 99 good people in no need of rescue. We mean that much to him. Number two tonight, we are a key piece of the wedding garland. Luke 15, verses 8 to 10, it reads, Or what woman having ten silver coins, if she loses one coin, does not light a lamp, sweep the house, and search carefully until she finds it. And when she has found it, she calls her friends and neighbors together, saying, Rejoice with me, for I have found the peace which I lost. Likewise, I say to you, there is joy in the presence of the angels of God over one sinner who repents. This coin, this lost coin, the word here is a Greek word, drachma, really meaning a valuable coin often worn in a 10-piece garland by a married woman. The church is the bride of Christ. The church complete is his bride. Now I see a picture here, and if we view the church as an institution, as his institution that he has established, that he set up when he came, we see this beautiful illustration established by him, married to Christ, wearing this 10-piece garland. Now, we already know that God has already claimed his bride. He's coming back. Christ is coming back to claim the bride, but he's already claimed his bride. And the garland isn't complete without the 10th coin. He cares about the 10th coin. Nine is not enough. He's going after the one, the one out of ten. Number three tonight, we have to choose to be found. Now, when you find a literal sheep, you take it and carry it home. When you find a literal coin, you take it and you fix the garland. But when it comes to you and I, we have to choose to be found. You see, Jesus Christ can come after us desperate and committed and relentless to find us and bring us back, but we have to choose at that point when he finds us to be found. He comes to carry us on his shoulders. He comes to take us in his hand. But that's where our free will comes into play. 
He's not going to force us into the sheepfold. He's not going to force us into the garland. He's waiting for us to choose on our own. That we would receive his grace and his mercy and his incredible, relentless love. We have to choose to be found. We are the reason we are lost, and he is the reason we can be found. Number four tonight, he's calling us to his heart for the lost ones. He comes and he rescues us. We all have our story. Some of us, maybe we were saved as a young child. Maybe we grew up in church. Some didn't grow up in church. Some have only been saved a short while. But we all have our story when we made a decision on our own to be found. Where we choose, where we chose to be found by Christ. And now he's calling us to have his heart for the lost. To, his heart, to have his heart for the lost ones. Sometimes we can look, you know, we can look at a whole sheepfold and say, well, we still got 99, what's one? Big deal, right? Or these 10 coins, we got nine left, what's the big deal? But he's calling us, he's teaching us here that this is his heart to go after the ones. 99 sheep and desperate to find the one that is lost. So committed and so relentless. Nine coins and desperate, committed, relentless in finding the one. We got to get his heart in us. I'm not sure how we can really be found and understand being found and brought back and fixed into the garland and not get his heart in us. To go after the one. The ones that are lost. He wants his heart for the lost beating in our chest. That pulse that journeyed and swept and searched the earth. Beating in our chest. Tonight, how do we view the lost sheep? The lost coin. There's those that are saved and rescued, those that have been found. How do we view the lost one? The sheep, the coin. What kind of heart? What kind of attitude? What kind of emotion? Will we journey for Christ and will we sweep? And will we search? He's calling us to go out after the one. To go out after the ones. You now go and create disciples. You go after the lost. Jesus left us with a great commission, didn't he? Let's not leave that out. Let's get his heart in us. Number five tonight, don't miss the party. Let's never downplay the rescue of one sheep. 
one lost coin. I think sometimes we can downplay that, especially as the sheepfold gets bigger. Or sometimes we look at other places with a lot of numbers and we go, okay, big deal. So one got saved here. Well, they got, you know, 100 saved last weekend there. Man, let's never utter that because I don't think God's pleased. Heaven's throwing a party over one and we're considering numbers and concerned with numbers. You don't know how many people that one soul will affect. You don't know what's going to happen down the line and down the generations. You see, God sees the way, the big picture. We can't see the big picture. We just got to trust him. And so we go after the ones. All of heaven rejoices at the rescue of one. I want to ask tonight, what are we looking for? Something or some happening to get us excited about church? I mean, if all of heaven is throwing a party when one person gets saved, if we have church on a weekend and one person gets saved, there should be great rejoicing. Not us walking out of church going, man, the coffee wasn't good and it's good now. Or I didn't like that one worship song. Or didn't meet me, you know, where I was at. And instead of throwing a party and celebrating with heaven, we have our own little pity party. You know what I'm saying? All of heaven is rejoicing. I wonder if we'll get up there one day and God just goes, man, you guys missed a lot of parties. You were too focused on yourself. Or you really downplayed the rescue of one. You just thought, big deal, one sheep. Big deal, one coin. What's the cause for celebration, Lord? Don't miss the party. If we don't have the party spirit in us, and we are down on the church, and down on the programs, and looking for something to get us excited, perhaps we need to reevaluate the heart within. Perhaps we need to step back and reevaluate. Us. Not the church, not other people, but us. And take a look within. And if we lost the party spirit. Church should be exciting. Bringing people to church should be exciting. Praying for people should be exciting. Talking with people should be exciting. Leading them to the Lord should be real exciting. And when they choose to be found, what cause for celebration Wow. Open our eyes, Lord. Here he comes with another sheep on his shoulder, another coin in his hand. Let's have the worship team return tonight. We touched on five points. Ask a few questions. Are we here tonight? And do we feel of little worth?
We look at our lives. We look at our life, our role in the kingdom. whatever it might be, and we feel of little worth. I want us to know tonight that we are of great worth, that the Lord cared enough to come after us when we were the one, when we were the one sheep, when we were the one lost coin. And I pray that we'll never forget that, the greatest miracle, the greatest thing that could ever happen in our lives and to us, that Jesus Christ would rescue us and set us free. That's the greatest thing he can do for us. And sometimes we're sitting around waiting for him to do something greater, what we think is greater, but there's nothing greater. Just don't lose the wonder of the cross. Always be humbled by the cross. By the very fact that God sent His Son to sweep the earth and to search the earth from top to bottom to find the lost ones. That He came down and searched for all the lost sheep. Maybe we're here tonight and we need to choose to be found. God's come knocking on our door time and time again. Jesus has come to grab hold of us, to carry us on his shoulders. He heard our bleeding in the darkness, and he came to rescue us and pick us up and carry us home. But we've never chose to be found. And so we remain there, lost. Maybe we're that one coin and he swept and he's found us and he goes to pick us up and he wants to place us in the wedding garland, but we reject his finding. Perhaps tonight we need to choose to be found. And again, have we lost the celebration of the rescue of one? Do we have his heart beating in our chest? Are we excited? you got to see church different too. You know, when you're saved, it's not just about us anymore. We come to church and it's about reaching the lost even in here and on Sundays at the cafe and before service. And we get into prayer and we're praying for the lost. Those that don't know Jesus Christ, we're praying for the lost ones that he's going to rescue. People are drawn into this building, brought, invited. In worship, we're worshiping. It's not just so we get, you know, all the tingly feelings we get in worship. But we're doing warfare. The people would be set free. The blind eyes would be open. We're interceding on behalf of the lost. Never lose that spirit. Let's stand tonight. I'm just going to sing this song out in closing. If you need prayer for any reason tonight, I'd love to pray with you. Let's sing this and we'll give more direction here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. You took the cross.